welcome to the Park Road Podcast for September 13th, 2015. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Russ Dean, co-pastor with Amy Jacks Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Russ's sermon this morning is entitled, You Are Loved. There is this wonderful video that is going viral on the internet these days. I don't know if you have seen it. I've watched it several times now, and each time I'm not sure whether to laugh or to cry. There's a little girl in that cutest little toddler stage, pacifier sucked firmly into place, steps confident but wavering drunkenly like toddlers do, arms flapping by her side as she walks with her mother across an asphalt parking lot, and suddenly she notices a creature is following her. In fact, this dark beast is mimicking her every step. If she goes right, the beast goes right. If she staggers to the left, it's by her side, step by faltering, step movement for movement. She begins crying and trying to outrun this shadowy apparition. She turns momentarily toward the sun and the creature disappears. But when she turns back, it's there again. The little girl is terrified and she screams in fear as she trips over her feet trying to outrun her own shadow. The video is precious, and it's hilarious, and it's heartbreaking. I showed it to Amy last night. She almost cried. I hate to see children afraid of anything. This little girl can't get away from her shadow no matter how fast she runs. And it's beyond Internet trending. There is something deeply metaphorical about those 20 seconds. For each one of us has a shadow. Each of us has a dark side. The beginning of the end of our innocence comes when we learn to recognize that this shadow is not some demon from beyond, but that it looks undeniably like us because it is us. We cannot truly know whom we are until we have learned we cannot run from the shadow. Learning to acknowledge our finitude and failure, to admit our selfishness, to confess our unwillingness, to confess our guilt, is to grow up, is to turn and face that shadow, knowing that I am its cause and its identity. Facing that shadow is an important life lesson Though it is fearful to experience as a child and it's difficult to watch when we have grown to put away childish things, but there is an even more important discovery, a turning in awareness, a more essential moment in our development, and that moment should begin even before the toddling years. Every infant who nurses at a mother's breast gets a taste of his intrinsic value. Every child cradled in a father's embrace feels the primal pulse of her essential identity. For those of us fortunate enough to have chosen our parents well, the love that shapes who we are continues to mold us by the sound of our mother's love 
by the love of our Father's touch until it is etched in the neural pathways of our brain, until it stains our hearts in the deep hue of the color of sacrifice. The heart of whom we are, the essential identity that carries us throughout our lifetime is not as visible as the shadow that will chase us to the grave, but it is more profound and more essential to us. Love shapes who we are, our deepest, most essential selves, and then God teaches us to recognize ourselves for what we have always been, beloved. Evolutionary science is making it more and more clear how powerful is the pull of genetic determinism but there is a force in this universe even stronger than selfishness and more surprising than chance. As the New Testament scholar N.T. Wright says, this is the basis of all other good news, that the power behind the cosmos is not blind chance or yet brute force, but love. You are loved. That's where the good news starts. It's as simple as that, as basic as that, as heart deep as that. You are loved. The good news begins there. Psychological and physiological researchers have long known and been fascinated by the link that exists between adult health and infant touch. Babies who are left in those sadly overcrowded and underattended orphanages that are all too common in war-torn and underdeveloped countries suffer a host of developmental difficulties. Some fail to thrive, and even with all their physical needs met, some just die. We now know that you can't just provide adequate shelter and feed infants and keep them clean if you want them to become fully functioning, healthy, adult human beings, psychologically, emotionally, spiritually. Babies need the gentle touch, the soothing voice. To grow to healthy maturity, we all need to know the sensual experience of being loved. Is there really anything better than a hug? I hope you got one a few moments ago, and if not, I hope you get one before you leave this day. The sensual experience of being loved. Love can do extraordinary things, but not before it just makes us normal. Did you hear that? Love can do extraordinary things, but first, love just makes us normal. In a New York Times article, Daniel Goldman reported, touch is a means of communication so critical that its absence retards growth in infants, according to researchers who are determining the neurochemical effects of skin-to-skin -skin contact. 
And in a 2010 article in Scientific American, Catherine Harmon says, researchers have been discovering how emphasizing skin-to-skin -skin contact between baby and parent can be a boon to both, and how consistent emotional engagement with infants can speed their development and their recognition of self. Recognition of who we really are. In a now often quoted line in Baptist life, the Baptist historian Walter Sheridan said, tell me what you remember and I will tell you who you are. But the more fundamental truth is love me and I will know it for myself. In his poem called Late Fragment, Raymond Carver puts a fine point on this ever important issue when he asks and answers his own questions and did you get what you wanted from this life even so? I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved. To feel myself beloved on the earth. That's where the good news begins. When we can feel ourselves beloved on the earth. The story of Jesus essentially begins in the Gospel of Mark with his baptism, and for no unmistakable reason, Jesus lived a passionate life. He spent the critical years of his ministry coloring outside the lines, sharing a message that was mostly misunderstood, living a life that was seldom appreciated. A popular line in our pop culture says, give me some love for Jesus. That love was hard to find. And in the end, hate and fear, prejudice and power seemed to triumph over a love he could not convince many to see. So how did Jesus carry on and why? And what was the source of his strength? He knew who he was. From the beginning, he knew who he was whose he was, it had been clear, you are my beloved. Have you heard those important words, you are beloved? This love Jesus knew in his baptism is not a love of sentimental warmth. It is a love of cool, collected confidence. It's not a love of erotic excitement. It is a love of truth even when we must embrace danger to find it. It is not a love at first sight, but a love of second chances, which is to say the love that Jesus knew was the love of God. The love of God is the energy at the heart of all good things. The love of God is the greatest power available to a world grasping for its own control. The love of God is the source of our only hope for peace across this world. The love of God is the only thing that can change the world, but it first has to change our own hearts. Maybe today, as you walk across the parking lot, you will feel it, not tagging along a shadow, haunting your every step, but maybe you will feel it deep within, the very essence 
of whom you are, confirming the places that you go, the decisions you make, you are loved. And maybe love will well up in you today and you will know that love alone, love which is God, God who is love, love alone is the source of happiness. Not more stuff, not more power. Happiness is contentment and contentment comes from life given away. Life lived sacrificially for one another. You are loved. And maybe that love will convince you that there is no other way to face our neighbors even when they are branded as enemies. The other team, the other party, your mother-in-law, the boss, the terrorist, the illegals, the foreigners, they too are loved. And maybe today, for the first time in a long time, you will face the future with confidence and not with fear. For as Alex read to us today, love casts out fear. Maybe today, for the first time in a long time, you can face your future with confidence and not with fear. There is no other way for Christians to live. It is the beginning of the best news there is. It is who you are. You are loved. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Grace and peace to you.